Welcome to episode 63 of the Free Spirit Academy podcast, a solo episode talking about chronic illness, healing diets, and disordered eating. Free Spirit Academy is about you getting to be fully you. My name is Randy Moss, and I'm an eating psychology coach, breathwork teacher, and soon-to-be somatic experiencing practitioner, having conversations about freedom with food, body, trauma, and making it safe to be fully ourselves. I'm so happy that you're here. Hey friends, I hope you're well. So at the beginning of this year, I set an intention around learning to slow down. So since going through a major evolution in my relationship with food and my body, I haven't tended to set resolutions in the same way. Because for years and years, it was the same resolution um, to stop binge eating and to fix my body. And basically, like as a result of that, live happily ever after. And honestly, after that stopped being a thing, I still get a lot of joy around intention setting. And I often have a word or a few words that I feel pulled to. And this year was slow. After a year of being locked down and working way too much and my autoimmune symptoms flaring in response to that stress, I really, really knew I needed rest and I needed to do less. And it's been really, really triggering. I've had several periods of letting myself take on less and listening more closely to my body and slowing down and then getting kind of manic and taking on way too much again. Slowing down triggers so much. It triggers capitalist trauma that reminds me I should always be doing more. And it triggers religious trauma that tells me I need to be good and work and sacrifice and things will be good someday. There will be a heaven someday. And it triggers family trauma that rolls its eyes at me and tells me I'm too much. I feel too much. I'm being dramatic. But at this moment, I have never been clearer that the body speaks truth. My mind can literally be like, I'm fine. This is so great. While my body is simultaneously really saying no and stop and slow down and ouch. I could be eating so perfectly aligned with what I found works for my body and doing all of my self-care and spiritual and detox practices, but if I'm not listening when my body says no, I have symptoms. With chronic illness in particular, I don't think we can deny that food is important. I first noticed joint and muscle pain when I went off a super strict diet in order to heal my relationship with food and my body. I welcomed in all the foods and really did that. I really, really made peace with food and my body and stopped a lifetime of binge eating. And at the same time, not right away, but pretty quickly, I started feeling like a much older, not well woman in my mid-20s. And it makes me wonder how much sooner and how much more severe symptoms could have shown up, how much more severely symptoms could have shown up. So if we're on a healing path or needing to support ourselves in a certain way, but perhaps there's a painful history or a chaotic history or present with food in our bodies, how do we work with that? 
I've heard folks in the intuitive eating world say that anything intentional with food is just a diet and therefore bad and disordered. And I've also heard folks from all manner of wellness communities talking about being committed and sticking with it and just doing the thing, whatever their dietary protocol is. And perhaps if you're not healing, you're just not doing it right or you're just not doing it fully. And there's, of course, truth in both of these worlds, and I'm not trying to make it super black and white or super binary. These are just extremes that I see a lot of. Um, So there's truth in both, and there's a lot of not helpful stuff in both, too. Everything I learned when healing my relationship with food and my body has still applied. And honestly, I've learned this by getting scared and going to extremes on healing diets or elimination diets as my autoimmune, whatever it is, progresses. And these are the things that I've learned. So one, we still have to eat enough It can be very easy to get kind of excited when you have to do something for your health, and it can really light up the part of us that knows well how to use food and body to have that sense of control. And when the body feels a bit out of control, or we're not able to get a diagnosis, or we're just in pain and nothing is working, control feels great. And I'm not saying there isn't a time for elimination diets and the like people heal and at least live well on many, many different approaches. And sometimes the approach needed can be kind of limited for a time, but we still need enough, enough calories, enough macronutrients, enough nutrition. And especially when I see folks getting into raw foods, veganism, fasting, intermittent fasting, it's very easy to underdo. And I know there can be a lot of focus placed on needing to eat less to heal or fasting to heal when what we really, really need is steadiness and to feel very nourished. So if you're on a healing protocol and you're binge eating, you're eating compulsively, you're thinking about food all the time, this piece is very important. Um, and and I want to say too, it's really easy to underestimate how much we eat, especially if we come from a background of dieting and of fasting and a reasonable amount, a reasonable amount of food can seem like a lot of food. Um, and that is not always a bad thing. We need plenty of food. So the body isn't in a low level or high level stress response due to lack of nourishment. Number two, we still need pleasure We need to like our food. We need to look forward to our food. Food is more than just fuel. Food is more than just a healing tool. Food is connection and joy and emotional nourishment. And the body actually digests and assimilates food better when we really love it, when we're really enjoying it. So if you've narrowed your diet down to a place where it feels joyless, um, See where you can soften that and and bring in some ease and some joy, even if you're more symptomatic at first. And obviously, I'm not saying to eat things you're fully <laughs> allergic to, um, but there needs to be there needs to be flexibility in the name of joy and pleasure. Um, it's going to be more helpful, more sustainable, because this is life right now, not someday when you're healed. Like, truly, right now. 
And we want to be able to dance with what we need to feel a sense of ease and joy and nourishment right now. And whatever practices and boundaries that feel doable and and support the body's functioning or healing. Number three, it still needs to be about how we feel, not how we look. If the possibility of a food or a lifestyle shift comes with a sort of manic feeling, like like getting the diet book and it's like, this is it, or I'll do this and I'll probably lose weight too. Even if it's like this quiet voice in the back of our head or this tiny little knowing that sparks something in us, if that's going on, we probably need to pull back. Um, this needs to be an embodied journey. So a day-by-day loving this body as if this were going to be how the body was. So being able to make changes because they feel good or feel right, even if they were never going to lead to a change in the way that we look. It's hugely important. In fact, I've even been finding that to be true about how I feel. I'm I'm speaking to all of this because I've had plenty of manic, like, I'm going to fix all of this before my next rheumatologist appointment moments. And I always crash and burn. What works and what's always worked is loving this body today. Doesn't mean liking it, right? It doesn't mean liking that your body is in pain, liking that your body is symptomatic, but loving this body as if I'm going to have autoimmune symptoms forever because maybe, maybe. And just tending to what's needed on this day. Number four, we still need to be able to feel. And I've been touching on this throughout the episode, but I wanted to give it its own category. Um, It can be easy to go on a protocol and then go on autopilot. And it can be easy to take on a big diet or lifestyle change and let the manic excitement be a distraction. It can be easy to use food to control our bodies, even if it isn't technically in the name of being thin, It can be easy to use food to give us a sense of control, period, rather than making space to feel into what feels so scary and out of control. We need space to feel and to listen. And with all of this, I'm not saying there isn't room for structure and challenges and elimination and gentle discipline, but we want to be alive in this listening and responding and taking into account the whole picture of who we are and tending to life and ourselves now, because this is it. This is life. Life is not someday when we're healed or transformed or whatever. Change tends to happen when we're learning to meet our needs bit by bit, day by day, nourishing day by day, listening to our pain, building our capacity to listen to our pain and loving ourselves into more of a sense of safety. It happens in a way, change tends to happen in a way that surprises and that really can't be on an agenda as much as we would like to say, oh, I want to be fixed or better or healed or transformed or whatever by this point in 30 days or by this appointment or by this event. It's not on an agenda. So I hope this was helpful. I'm really enjoying the idea of doing more solo episodes and not reaching out to anybody as a guest unless I'm kind of really obsessively excited about them. So thanks for listening and more to come. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E-M-O-S-S.com. And thank you so much for listening.